This week in golf, and here's what we're going to cover this week. Uh, first, the year in review. A quick review of who's won and how the year is going so far. Number two, a uh, recap of the Byron Nelson, which just concluded. And also the Live Tournament, which was over the weekend, I believe in Tulsa, Oklahoma. A preview of the PGA Tour Championship. And... A new thing I'm going to do with ChatGPT. A lot of people don't know what it is or what it can do. I am going to play with it and explain it to you. I'm actually going to get it to give me caddying advice. We'll see how that goes. So let's get started with the year in review so far. And I'm just going to cover three quick things with it. And the first one is old people who have won. <laughs> or older names or good names so far that have won this year. Uh, Rory has won. Jason Day just won at the uh, Byron Nelson. We'll get into that in a few more minutes, but that's a, a good name from the past. Keegan Bradley and, of course, Justin Rose won the AT&T. So we've had some, some, some of the older names on tour win. Players who have won two times. Tony Finau has won twice. He just won two weeks ago. Uh, Max Homa has won twice. And Scotty, Se Scotty Scheffler has won twice as well. The... Players and the Waste Management Open. And, of course, the man, the one and only, who has won four times this year on the tour, John Rahm. The Amex. Amex is in um, uh, Palm Springs. La Quinta. The Century Tournament of Champions in Hawaii. Riviera. Uh, the Genesis Open, as it's known. Riviera in L.A. And, of course, the Masters. So a pretty good year so far. I don't know. Maybe someone else could win twice this year. We'll see how that goes. Rom seems to be the guy that's running away with it all so far this year. But, you know, anyone's game. This last week was the Byron Open, Byron Nelson uh, tournament in McKinney, Texas. And it was, it was a good tournament to watch, especially the last day. And uh, Jason Day came through with the win. He shot 62 on his final day, and it was five years since his last win. I actually wrote an interesting piece for the Golf BPM blog. You know, I've been writing these, like, whatever, the week in review, but they're kind of getting boring. It's like everybody else and every other little article you read online. So I decided to kind of change it up a little bit and make it more relevant to the situation at hand, which was not only did he win after five years, but, you know, overcoming adversity. And I, mean, I kind of wanted to relate it to the reader a little bit as far as, you know, what adversities have you overcome? And and not only that, but like golf is, it's interesting. I keep saying this recently. I've been saying it a lot, that golf is a game. Golf is like America. You always get another chance. So even when something bad happens, bankruptcy, divorce, uh, some sort of adversity in your life, you always get another chance to do it again. And that's kind of how it is in golf. You know, every sh the next shot's going to be different. You're probably going to be in a worse situation than you were previously. For instance, if you hit a bad tee shot behind a few trees in the rough, 
you're in a worse situation, but you still have another chance to move forward and and make something positive out of it. And that's what I kind of wrote. And that's kind of what happened today. Um, over the last five years, he had a back injury. He has had uh, vertigo, I believe, at least the last year. So he changed coaches. And the first thing his new coach did was, hey, let's get you to be able to play in events. And so for the last, I think, uh, 2020 and 2021, he's played in over 40 events. And he didn't do very well. He didn't make a lot of cuts, and he didn't do very well. But this year, he's made a ton of cuts. And he's not only made a ton of cuts, but he's made a lot of top 25s and a lot of top 10s even. And so now he finally breaks through with that final round, 62 uh, at the Byron Nelson, and he uh, Siwoo Kim was second. Austin Eckhart, Eckrote, Eckrote, sorry, was third. And the broadcast was funny. They were really probably hoping he'd come through. His whole family was there, and it was they were like lining up this feel good story. But they stole the show. So uh, Eckhart was second. CT Pan, Pan was in there. Scheffler was. Pretty close to the top for quite a while, but he just couldn't break through. And he got a few pars where he should have got birdies. Terrell Hatton and Zi Shang Dao from China. So those were the top. There's your top five right there. Adam Scott was tied for eighth as well. So another name in there. Adam Scott's also been playing well this year. Let's move on to Liv. Liv was in Oklahoma this last weekend. And it was a great finish. And final round, um, Brandon Grace, Dustin Johnson, and Cam Smith all tied, and they ended up in a playoff. And in fact, Cam Smith shot 61. He made a putt on 17, probably a 35-footer, and then he made another putt on 18, at least a 20-footer, and got himself into the playoff. And then in the playoffs, there was only one playoff hole. They all played the 18th. They all. Of course, they all played the 18th. They played the 18th hole, and all three of them hit it in the exact same spot on the 18th green in the playoff hole. They're a little, you know, a foot or two apart. And Dustin Johnson went first. He sinks the putt. Um, Actually, uh, Grace might have went first. I can't recall. But anyways, Dustin Johnson made the putt, and Cam Smith missed it. It was actually the same putt Cam Smith had in regulation. They all kind of were just below the hole about 20 feet there. But a really good tournament and a good finish as well. And that kind of brings me to my next topic, which is, you know, live versus the PGA or the PGA versus live. Not that there's, you know, it kind of seems to be a weekly thing but that I talk about. But, you know, I just notice these things while I'm watching and I have these thoughts. So we'll get them out there. Um, the first is that, you know, are there too many stars? <laughs> Right, because half of the half, not half, but a lot of your top players went over to live last year, and you know there's still a ton of stars on the PGA Tour as well. And I talked about this a little during the Masters, and I think that it would all obviously be awesome if you had all the best players in one field all the time. But it does seem that there's enough players to support two leagues, and you know that remains to be seen as far as how long live will last or if it'll last or if it will overtake the PGA or be a competitor or what are people calling it? A um, exhibition golf. 
I think it's a little bit more than that. I think it's something that's finding its way right now. But there's a lot of stars in that league. And obviously it's different, but, you know, there's a lot of names there. So that brings us to this week, which, speaking of live in the PGA Tour, is the PGA Championship. It's at Oak Hill Country Club in Rochester, New York. And there's 18 live players that are going to be playing in this thing this weekend. So (laughs) wouldn't it be interesting if a player that defected to live won the PGA Championship, their signature event? (laughs) Who knows if it's, it's quite possible, actually. I mean, Dustin Johnson just won. He's been playing well. Patrick Reed. Brooks Kepsha both played well at the Masters, so either one of them. Um, Cam Smith, geez, just got a close second and was putting up a storm last weekend. So any of those guys could make it. And I don't know who hands out the trophy at the end of the PGA Championship to the winner, but if it's Jay Monahan, boy, wouldn't that be uncomfortable if he had to hand it to Patrick Reed or DJ Johnson or yeah, that would be that'd be awesome, actually. So hopefully one of the uh, I don't think he hands out the trophy, unfortunately. That'd be pretty great, actually. So last year's champion is Justin Thomas. He's obviously competing again. He hasn't been having the greatest year. I don't think he's won yet this year. But he is the returning champion, so he'll be there. And then a few years up five years ago, they moved the PGA championship. Used to be in either August or September. And they moved it up to May in the scheduling. And one of the issues that they have with that is that they try to have it at these courses that are, you know, in New York or the Northeast. And some of these these areas still have, you know, not the best weather from week to week. So weather could be a factor this week. It could be cold. It could be warm. You just don't know. So keep that in mind when you have these players out there. It could be as cold as 50, 40 or 50 degrees, or it could be, you know, up in the 80s. So that will be a factor. Um, the format is there are 20 club professionals who have qualified for the uh, PGA Championship. These are just guys at your local club. I looked at the list, didn't seem there was anybody close by from San Diego, but there's 20 club pros, and then all of the past champions automatically qualify. So let's go through this list. And maybe one of these guys can make the cut, make a little bit of cash. John Daly, Patrick Harrington, Jason Duffner, Davis Love, Phil Mickelson, he just wanted a couple years about years ago, Martin Keimer, Keegan Bradley, Rory, uh, Jason Day. I guess these uh, Rory, Jason Day and Keegan would have they've all won tournaments this year so they would have qualified anyways. Jimmy Walker, Justin Thomas, Brooks Kepcha, Colin Morikawa, Yang Yong Un, Michael, Sean Michael, VJ Singh. Oh, love that swing, VJ Swing. <laughs> VJ Swing, VJ Singh. VJ Swing, such a nice swing. Okay, so that's the PGA Championship. Let's talk about Chat GPT. A lot of people, I don't know, it's going to take over the world and it's going to kill humans, right? <laughs> Probably not, um, based on the, the prompts I gave it. So I decided, I've had this idea for, they, they have all these um, things, they call them a, an assistant. 
So what they're saying, a lot of people that are using ChatGPT or have kind of been looking at it are saying, well, it could be very helpful to be an assistant. Meaning that if you're a medical professional or a firefighter and you come to a situation, um, you could have this, this uh, I will call it a caddy at your side. You know, if something's happening to a person, you could go, what do I do when a person is having this medical emergency? Or what are the steps I need to take to help solve somebody that's having a medical emergency, this current one? And then it'll give you that. So I've been having this idea, what if we had a, an AI chat GPT assisted caddy? So when you're on the course, you could be like, I'm 30 yards from the pin. I have a downhill chip and I'm in the rough. What do I need to do? So here's what I did. So I was just trying this out with chat GPT today. It was like, um, in golf, so this is the question I asked it. In golf, how do you hit out of a sand trap when the sand is firm? The first time I typed it in, I wrote, when the sand is hard. And it was like, well, when the sand trap is hard or steep. I was like, no, when the sand is firm. So it kind of just gave me a boilerplate response, I feel. Um, here's the response. And it's, how many are there? There's nine, eight, or excuse me, eight check checkpoints. Assess the lie for firmness. It actually, it's quite long. It's like evaluate the lie in the ball and the, determine how compacted the sand feels, whether or not, blah, blah, blah. It gives you a lot of extra like crap you don't need. So it's like assess the lie for firmness, number one. Two, club selection. Choose a club with higher degree. Um, open the club face. Widen your stance. Position the ball and weight distribution. Uh, swing with an abbreviated follow through. Accelerate through impact. Follow through and maintain balance. I also asked it, uh, this is a little bit better. How do you play a downhill chip? Again, assess the slope. Select the club. Adjust the stance. Position the ball. Adjust your grip and club face. Control your weight distribution. Uh, let's actually see what this says because it's a downhill chip, right? So you want to lean forward and have your like the angle of your hips and your shoulders face the angle of the hill. So it says, uh, control your weight distributions. Shift slightly more weight onto your lead foot to ensure a downward strike and prevent the club from sliding and prevent the club from sliding underneath the ball. The adjustment helps promote clean contact and prevents you from hitting the shot too thin. I don't know that that's right. Um, so anyhow, this, I mean, it's kind of just giving you advice for a regular chip and it's, it's pretty generic, but it would be nice as if, if you could get this to be, um, specific to a situation you're having, like, I don't know, how do you hit a shot from 140 yards away when the ball's above your feet and you're in the rough? So all these things would be pretty nice to have. Um, but at least it's something. So that's ChatGPT, and that, my friends, is This Week in Golf. Hey, it's Jeremy Callahan, and thanks for listening to This Week in Golf. Make sure and hit subscribe so you can get all the latest news and analysis from Golf BPM.